0: Welcome back to the 2021 college football preview show. Today, we are taking a look at probably my favorite conference in college football, the Big 12, which, you know, might be a little bit of a shocker and probably a little bit of a biased opinion, Um, but I absolutely love watching Big 12 football. Some great teams this year, um, some bets that I absolutely love. So let's just get right into it. Starting off, taking a look at the Baylor Bears plus fifty thousand for the national championship, plus five thousand to win the conference, and their win total set at five and a half. And they had a very, very disappointing season last year. You know, finished the year two and seven last year. Um, but really, it's hard to, to judge that too much. You know, with a, a full off season this year for that new coaching staff to to really take its its shape, I think should very much help them out. Um, and while they don't necessarily know who their guy is at quarterback, you know, Kyron drones comes in as the freshman. He could be their guy, hopefully for them, but they got a pretty good wide receiver duo, whoever the quarterback ends up being, you know, Snead Thorne Holmes, all great wide receivers. And really this Baylor team, um, is, is just looking looking for more than two wins, looking to have a better season than they li- did last year. Um, and I do think they should improve, especially on defense. Defense has is, is, is been a struggle for them at times, but they um, returned nine starters from last year's team, which should undoubtedly help. You know, more experience is always better. And a healthy Terrell, Burton at linebacker, T- Terrell Bernard at linebacker should definitely help out the team there. Um, really, the biggest, uh, I guess, a question mark or improvement that they need on defense here, they got to do better against, the rush you know defensively they really struggle to stop all of anything they're just getting you know ran over all a season last year um and this baylor team i don't know it's it's hard to in a in a conference that it is so hot to top heavy with a few teams it is really hard to break through and i think baylor is going to struggle with that this year um as far as the five and a half wing goes you know taking a look at some of these opponents gotta play texas state texas southern byu for the non-conference and really, BYU is going to be a tough matchup. You know, I granted, they're not the same team they were last year. Obviously, losing Zach Wilson, Texas State, Texas Southern, I would imagine they take care of those. Um, and I really just expect this team to be pretty average this season. You know, the five and a half win total i don't really love it at all if we're being honest i would lean the under five and a half i don't i don't see this team you know get into that six and six record i really don't see them going to a bowl of the game this year um and i think it is a pretty rough year for waco fans and it, or for baylor fans in waco so um i'm taking the under five and a half wins if you're betting anything on the baylor bears now jumping up north, taking a look at Iowa State, plus 2,500 to win the national championship, plus 375 to win the conference, and the win total set at 9.5. And, you know, they're coming off of one of the best college football seasons in school history after last year, finished the season ninth in the final ranking. So um, definitely a lot of hype in Iowa, you know, going into the area, in Iowa State, for Iowa State going into this season, you know, averaged 20 or 32.9 points per game last season, which you know, was very impressive. Brock Purdy hopes to have another great year at quarterback. Um, and they got one of the best running backs in the nation in Breeze Hall, who, you know, is, is going to do a lot for them. Um, and really last season, you know, they just did a great job with plays, did a great job on offense, led the big 12 with 6.8 yards per game. Um, and this is just a very exciting team. You know, it's it's nice to hopefully have a team that can finally compete with Oklahoma in the big 12, who, who has really just been dominated by Oklahoma the last few, years here Um, and really defensively it is very stacked with talent return linebacker mike ross who should be one of the best linebackers in the country Um, and last season their defense did an outstanding job stopping teams only allowing 21.4 points per game Um, and when we take a look at the schedule going into this year uh, i got the the couple in-state rivalries there northern iowa obviously to start the season but the iowa game going to be a big one you know iowa is by far not an, I don't even know what I was going to go there. They're a good team. Obviously, Iowa is a good team. But uh, yeah, Northern Iowa, Iowa also got UNLV on the schedule. So um, not the easiest non-conference in the world, but I think they should fairly easily, you know, get out of there with a 2-1 and one or a 3-0 oh record. Um, they do have to play at Oklahoma, which is never an easy task, especially, you know, that late in the season. You know, if Oklahoma had to come to, to Iowa State in the middle of November, um, it could be a completely different story. But we see that there. As far as betting goes, for this team i do definitely lean the over nine and a half wins um i would not be shocked if i I actually i really do think this team goes 10 and 2 you know who knows what those two losses if it's iowa and oklahoma um or whoever but i really don't see I, I really love this this over nine and a half you know it's one of my favorite bets in the conference I actually um also absolutely love the plus 375 to win the big 12 I think they're a very you know good underdog here you know obviously Oklahoma is always going to be the favorite but in a conference where without divisions where you can you know just the top two teams playing for it at the end of the year um I do love that there and really if we're being honest the plus 2500 is not a bad bet if you think they are going to win the big 12 because if they win the big 12 chances are they're making the playoffs um and that plus 5 2500 is a very easy hedge out of so um it honestly might be just as well to if you if you're gonna take plus 375 to win the big 12 it, it might also not be a bad idea to throw plus uh 2 uh, 2500 on the national championship now, taking a look at Kansas, um, they do have a football team, again, if, if you were wondering. They have not closed up shop quite yet, plus 100000 to win the National Championship Conference, $15,000. Um, and the win total set at one. So, <laughs> hoping for an improvement in this season for this Kansas Jayhawks team, a team that's only won nine games since 2015. But, you know, Lance Leopold comes in, takes over as head coach. Hoping to turn the, turn the tides around. But if we're being honest, if Les Miles couldn't turn it around at Kansas, is Lance Leopold from Buffalo going to turn it around? Who the heck knows? Um, especially with him being hired so late in this offseason, you know, he wasn't hired until mid or late April. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't remember exactly when he was hired, but it was very late into the offseason. Um, you know, gives him way less time to get this team, you know, back together. Sure. He gets the whole summer and whatnot. So it'll probably be fine. Well, fine on Kansas standards, I guess. Um, but it's just a weird hiring. Um, you know, the quarterback battle got Jalen Daniels, Jason Bean taking you know, snaps in the year and seeing who who's gonna be there. Don't really know. Not that it matters. <laughs> They've only averaged 15.8 points per game last season, while giving up forty-six points per game last season. So it's really hard with that big of a margin going into the season. It's hard to, to really find anything of, of value to to look at for this Kansas team. Gavin Porter, um, Kyron Johnson are two very solid linebackers, um, and they're hoping to, you know, use that leadership on this defense. But they did lose a lot of talent in the offseason, even though they brought in Leopold, brought in a bunch of transfers from Buffalo. You know, there's a ton of guys who transferred out of Buffalo um, when we did that, the group of five preview but but it's Kansas, and let's be honest, they're they're not a football school, and and they might they kind of just have to deal with that. Looking at the schedule, if they want to get over this one win total, they gotta beat South Dakota Week One. Because if they don't beat South Dakota Week One, they're basically just praying that they can. <laughs> Can upset someone because I don't even know if they're going to be favored in the South Dakota game. I probably should have looked that up because they probably do have the line out for that. Um, But they're not going to be favored by anyone else. You know, they got destroyed by Coastal Carolina at home last year. Not going to beat them on the road. Duke, Kansas should be a actually maybe competitive game um, in week four there. But but again, who knows? Um, And then the rest of the Big 12, it's like eh, maybe they'll upset someone. They always got a chance to go and upset someone Um, who knows. Maybe they'll beat Kansas State and go beat Texas, something like that. Um, but at the end of the day, they're they're not. It's all dependent on the South Dakota. Um, honestly, I absolutely love the under one wins. I think it's, if anything, just funny to to have that bet going all season. Um, and let's be honest, even if they beat South Dakota in Week One, there, I I wouldn't be shocked if you just end up pushing on the bet. Granted, that's probably not the sweat you actually need going into the season with this Kansas team. But um, let's get out of Kansas. What are we doing talking about this team? too? next team. <laughs> Staying in the state, head to the little apple to take a look at Kansas State plus 2,000 or 20,000 to win the national championship, 3,300 to win the conference, and win total set at five and a half. And they come to the year, you know, a year that started off last year. Great, you know, four and one had that upset victory over Oklahoma. Just you know, they were absolutely rolling, but then injuries, COVID, everything just kind of started to go downhill for this team. They finished the year four and six, and it was kind of just a disappointing year for them. Um, Chris Kleiman is obviously back, ready for a, another big year. Skyler Thompson returns for what feels like his 15th season as the starting quarterback. I don't know how he is still eligible. Um, absolutely insane. I think he might even have next year eligibility left still. Um, so going to be you know, a team that they returns a lot of guys from last year. Um, but they only really averaged 26.6 points per game last season. They're definitely going to have to get that up if they want to compete. And you know, the, the, high style offense of the big 12, um, Deuce Vaughn though, was one of the best playmakers in the big 12, got him back at running back. And most importantly, I think on the offense, they return all five starting offensive linemen from last season. So that should definitely help as far as, you know, in continuity and stuff goes for this team. Um, and when we look at the defense, it is a little bit rougher over there only returned five starters on the entire defense Um, but they do go pick up quite a bit of defensive talent in the transfer portal so hopefully you know climbing can bring some of those guys in and now that he has kind of his team you know the the bill snyder era is in the past it's gone Um, maybe they can turn it around here Um, However, they do have a bit of a tough non-conference schedule here. Obviously, Stanford is going to be a tough opponent. They do play down in Jerry World um, down in Texas. So it's going to, you know, a neutral site game, no doubt. Southern Illinois should be a win. But this Nevada team out of the Mountain West, um, I mean, they're not Boise State or anything out of the Mountain West, but they're definitely going to be competitive. It's not going to be just, you know, a rollover victory for Kansas State here. Definitely have to watch out for them. Um, But when we're looking at the win total here, the over five and a half, I do like it. I think Chris Kleiman takes a major step up this season. Um, And this Kansas State team, we always see them knock off someone. They're going to beat, you know, an Oklahoma or a Texas, even an Iowa State. Um, I would not be shocked if they beat one of those teams, you know, one of the top four, three or four teams in the conference here. Um, And I think they find a way to rattle off at least six wins and get back to a bowl appearance. You know, the the Kansas State bowl appearance is definitely a thing all the time. So um, I like Kansas State over the five and a half for that one. Next, we take a look at the Oklahoma Sooners, plus 600 to win the national championship, minus 200 to win the conference, and the win total set at 11. Um, and, you know, being such high favorites for the, the Big 12 championship might seem a little high. Um, but they have claimed six, uh, the last six Big 12 championships. So, um, definitely, you know, not, not anything unexpected. Um, so I mean, yeah, I guess Oklahoma have fun in the SEC if you, if you really want to give up, you know, winning the Big 12 every year to, to go make a little money. But, um, anyway, moving on from that, Oklahoma should have a very explosive offense once again. Um, you know it's it always is Lincoln Riley knows what he's doing he can put together teams it's a team that averaged over 40 points per game last season Um, and you know this team is just is just so good Spencer Rattler um, well he wasn't necessarily the best quarterback at times last season obviously the Kansas State loss is is a prime example of that but at towards the end of the season he was looking very good and with a lot of you know teams being down this season Spencer Rattler should make a heck of a lot of noise for this Oklahoma team I think this team is a team that can really contend with anyone in the country at the moment go and pick up a couple guys to add some depth to the offense get running back eric gray go get wide receiver mike Woods. so um, a team that is once again loaded with talent top to bottom on offense Um, and while the defense has been kind of the weakness for oklahoma here the past few seasons you know kind of been exposed in the the playoffs and sort you know when they go and play those sec teams and stuff um but Lincoln Riley's kind of, you know, gone out and got some high recruits for the defense. That should definitely help. Got a lot more depth on the defense heading into the season. So really, I think this Oklahoma team is is up there. It's hard to, to say they're not one of the best teams in the country at the moment. Looking at their schedule this season, an absolutely just cakewalk of a schedule in the non-conference. Tulane, Western Carolina, Nebraska. I mean, come on. <laughs> None of those teams are even going to get within 40 points of this Oklahoma team. You know, the very, very weak there. So, I mean, basically a guaranteed 3-0 and there. And then looking at the win total set at 11, um, honestly... It probably pushes because let's be honest, Oklahoma is going to lose to someone. They're going to have a Kansas tape state-esque game like they had last year. um, And you probably end up pushing with the 11 wins. So um, betting that is really not anything I would do really. If we're looking at this Oklahoma team, the conference at minus 200, it's, it's a decent bet. If you really, if you really want to lay that juice. But I think about the only bet is the national championship at plus 600. If you don't love it, once they get into the playoffs, you know, like we said, for a couple other teams, you can always hedge out. Um, but really, Oklahoma, you kind of just got to watch them, maybe bet on some games. But um, as far as future bets go for them, I don't think there's much of anything to bet on. Now taking a look at another team I love in the conference. We've got the Oklahoma State Cowboys plus ten thousand to win the national championship, fourteen hundred to win the conference, and the win total is set at eight. And they had a very good season last year. they you know, finish the season with an eight and three record, where you know competing, hopefully trying to get their their shot at the Big Twelve title. Fall a little bit short at the end of the season. Um, but you know they're another team in the Big Twelve, kind of the, just the Big Twelve as a whole that's got a stand out offense. Spencer Sanders returns at quarterback to start his third season, so should be. you know a very experienced offense going into the year um really i think the biggest question mark for this oklahoma state team going into the season is what the wide receiver room is going to look like lose a lot of guys you know in the in the offseason here and it's Kind of just a rebuilding, but Oklahoma State's a team that always seems to get a pretty good wide receiver core on the field. Um, as far as running back goes, absolutely stacked. You know Jackson, Brown, Richardson, all three are very strong running backs for this team. Um, really, what this team's got to do better is scoring points. They did put up 30.2 points per game last season. Unfortunately, in the Big 12, though, those numbers are kind of weak. <laughs> you look at a, a team like Oklahoma, who was putting up in the 40s, um, and they only averaged 6.4 plays or yards per play, which isn't the worst. Um, but they got to limit do a better job limiting turnovers Turned the ball over 16 times on offense last season um but you know when we look at their defense they did play pretty good defense held opponents to 23.5 points per game so i mean the 30.2 ended up not being too bad of a thing and they do turn most of the starters on defense so i think they will once again have a pretty strong defense you know i absolutely love this oklahoma state team going into the season got a fairly easy non-conference schedule missouri state tulsa i don't expect either of those two to give them a whole lot of competition boise state probably ends up being the hardest you know being the the favorites in the mountain west and whatnot so um could be a little bit tougher there but with the win total set at eight here i just don't see i mean you push it if they go eight and four which is is about where i would have them finishing the season i think nine and three is a great season for this oklahoma state team and i just really don't see them seven and five i i, I don't see them losing five games so that would it would be, if this Oklahoma State team loses five games this season, it's going to be a very, very rough season. Really, I think a bet that has a lot of value here that that is, isn't bad, plus 1,400 to win the conference, I think that's a decent bet. You can always hedge out if we get later into the season and, and they're in the running and you can get some good value on that. So, um, yeah, those are probably the bets I would make for Oklahoma State. Next, we're taking a look at the TCU Horn Frogs, plus 20,000 when the national championship, 1,600 when the conference, and the win total set at seven and a half. They finished this year very strong last year, finishing five and one. Um, you know, they returned Max Dugan at quarterback who, you know, looks to improve on last season, a season that wasn't the worst in the world. Um, but definitely some question marks at time. But going into the year here, they are one of the deepest teams in the big 12 this season. You know, Quinn Johnson is, you know, leads a very good group of receivers who, you know, hopes to to, to have a great year. Um, the really the question mark on offense and I think kind of the, the the biggest question mark for this team in general the offensive line they got to play a lot better than they did last year they allowed 23sacks last season which um, isn't good especially in a, you know a slightly shortened season um, and Patterson though on defensive wise looking over to the ball he has been able to field some pretty good talent on that side of the ball um, you know they only allowed 24.2 points per game last season Noah Daniels um, Trevias or Hodges, Tomlinson, I don't, that name was way too long for the amount of air ahead. Um, but both a very good cornerback duo coming out of those two. Um, and really best, one of the best defensive lines in the country filling the shoes of Garrett Wallen is going to, or wallow is going to be a very tall task, but defensively, I don't think this team is in, in too dire stress. Um, but there just is some question marks surrounding this team. It's really hard to, to back them fully. Got a, a weird non-conference. Duquesne, easy opponent. Cal SMU will be a little bit harder. Um, and honestly, I'm just not super impressed with this team. I think they struggle to win some games against the top of the conference. I just don't know that they can compete with the, the Oklahomas and the Oklahoma States in the conference. I, I think they do kind of struggle there. And With the win total being so high at 7.5, um, I just I, I kind of see a little bit of a down year for the, uh, the TCU here. So um, taking the under 7.5 would be my pick for TCU. Next, we take a look at the Texas Longhorns, plus 2,800 to win the national championship, plus 450 to win the conference. Win total at eight. Steve Carseesian, Sarkeesian takes over to replace Tom Herman as the Texas head coach this season. So looking to have a great year. And he brings, you know, Sarkeesian brings a very much an offensive-minded style to this Texas team. Um, And they... Texas, just in general, looking to have, you know, a good year Bijan Robinson should be one of the, the better running backs in the conference. They go and grab a couple of Alabama transfers coming over with Sarkeesian here. Um, Keelan Robinson and Ross con Johnson, um, add some, some much the depth to this team. Um, also really, well, not also really the, the question for this team, I think is the quarterback, you know, um, Skyler Thompson, obviously gone Casey Thompson, Hudson card, the two guys who are kind of the, 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 the the potential dudes coming into the season. One of them um, you probably end up with a starting job here for the Longhorns. Um, and as far as the offensive line goes, return for the five starters from last year. So offensively, not a whole lot of issues I see with this Texas team. Um, it's really just how well they can play on the field. Um, they averaged forty-two point seven points per game last season. Um, so it's, it's going to be it's going to be see, interesting to see what Sarkeesian can do for this team. They also got a very talented defense. They add some lineback, tra- linebacker transfer in the the transfer portal to to definitely round out this team. And their defensive line is one of the best in the Big Twelve. Um, you know, Deshaun Jameson at corner is also one of the better players in the conference. So is it, it's just a. <sighs> Talent-wise, this Texas team has a great roster. A great roster. You know, maybe not necessarily don't have a standout quarterback yet. Um, but one of these guys could definitely pop off. And we look at the the schedule for this team. Louisiana Rice should be two easy wins. Obviously, Arkansas at Arkansas. Arkansas was good and decent last year and I think <laughs> I, th- I think they could be a tough opponent for Texas but let's be honest if Texas can't even hang with Arkansas right now what the hell are they going to do in the SEC uh when they uh, decide to go join them in 2025 but um whatever um they also got to play at Iowa State which is going to be a little bit of a tough matchup obviously Oklahoma's always a tough matchup with the Cotton Bowl um but I really think this should be a, a a decent season for Texas. I do lean the over eight wins here for them. I really just don't really see this team struggling like they have in you know the past two seasons here. I don't see them going seven and five, which you know what you would need to lose that bet. Um, honestly, you probably end up pushing if you go eight. I think eight and four is probably right about where the Texas ends up. Um, but I would not be shocked if they go nine and three. So I like the over eight wins for this Texas team. Next, taking a look at Texas Tech, plus 25,000 to win the national championship, plus 5,000 to win the conference win total set at five and a half. Um, Matt Wells undoubtedly needs to make some improvements at coaching this season to, to to really get him off the hot seat. He's just eight and fourteen in his first two seasons with the team, um, but does return fifteen starters from last year's squad. So definitely a, a team that is you know experienced enough to 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 try to get some wins. Um, you know Tyler Straw looks to 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 be the guy at quarterback. Looks to to have a better season, have a good season this year. They do return four of the offensive linemen. Um but really the the kicker for this team, last season they only put up 29.1 points per game, the lowest points per game they have put up in the last 12 seasons. So, um a Texas Tech team that is kind of known for the firepower, you know, the Mike Leach, the Cliff Kingsbury, the Pat Mahomes of the world coming through there. They got to put up more points than that. Um and really I think a lot of that as as weird as it sounds comes from playing better defense. Um, them on defense last season just wasn't great. They only had 17 sacks as a team on defense last year, which they got to do better job doing that. But when we look at the schedule this year, opening up against Houston is going to be a tough matchup. I wouldn't be shocked at all. If they end up losing that game, you know, Houston is a great team. Um, Steven F Austin FIU should be wins there, but with the five and a half win total here, and they're only, you know, picking up two of the non-conference games, potentially, it's it's really hard to go over with that. Um, I don't know that this team is is all that great this season. So I like the under five and a half for Texas Tech. And finally, headed to Morgantown, taking a look at the West Virginia Mountaineers plus twenty five thousand win the national championship. 2200 to win the conference win total set at seven um and neil brown you know was able to lead this team to a six and four record last season you know looking like he's got them going in the right direction um after dana heads off to houston um but the team only averaged 26.5 points per game And like we've said you know for a lot of these teams that's just simply not enough in this day and age in the big 12 you got to be putting up more points than that um but really i think the the biggest thing for them last year um they were kind of a, a running team you know Lee brown uh Rushed for a thousand one ten a thousand ten yards last season. Had a great season. The O line looked very good. They were able to do a lot of blocking. Um, really going into this season, Jared Doge needs to have a big year. You know, he was benched during the bowl game last year just because you know he was kind of just all over the place. So it was a very inconsistent guy for this uh, West Virginia team. So gonna need some more out of him. And this team just really needs to create some big plays. That's so much with college football, especially the Big Twelve style of football it's a lot just dependent on you know big plays making making stuff happen and this west virginia team just didn't necessarily have that even with the six and four record um as far as defensive goes really good in the past defense last year you know we're able to to stop a lot there and they have a, a lot of players to replace on the defense that's that's kind of the the question mark going here um is, is is how can they replace all those guys looking at their non-conference honestly well partially they got one of the tougher non-conferences in the big 12 if we're just being honest you know Maryland Virginia Tech are obviously two of the uh, the better teams obviously Long Island is not going to be much of a <laughs> much of a team I wouldn't imagine I think they can get through liu pretty easily but maryland and virginia tech are definitely you know to a big 10 and an acc opponent who are going to be about in the same place as west virginia so if they can get through both those games they definitely could have a good year unfortunately i don't necessarily think they can get through those i think that this team kind of struggles this season um and seven wins is just a very high win total for a, a team that i think is maybe next year um could could hit a mark like that you know have a have a you know a standout season you know compete for the big 12 title but this season i just don't see it i like the under seven wins here that is it for the 2021 big 12 conference <laughs> there's a lot of information here i definitely missed some stuff so whatever i messed up on definitely let me know down below i'd love to hear what you guys think about this conference you think you think kansas wins a game this year or what's that one win total that's probably my favorite bet <laughs> for the whole conference but um, if you're not already following me at hot to Bets chris on twitter and instagram make sure you follow me there um, also, if you're watching here on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future videos. I'm going to have the SEC and the ACC videos coming up here in the next few weeks. You can watch all the other conferences, you know, the Pac 12, Big 10, Group of Five, all of that. Go back and watch that as well as all the NFL previews. So, I um, should have more of that coming. Go check out hotdebest.com for all of your sports betting stuff. Um, and yeah, that about wraps it up for today's episode. Thanks for watching, and I will see you guys tomorrow.